1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Heavenly Places. I'm your host, Jameer Long, here with Dorothy. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us this evening. Last week we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but it is up and running today. Let us open up in a, a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness, your grace and mercy. We thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus Christ on the cross to die for our sins, Father. I thank you, Father, um, for that such gracious sacrifice. Father, I pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit for guide me this evening and open the hearts of our listeners and open my heart to hear from you. We thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So this, this evening, we are talking about Living for the moments, living for the moments, and um <clears throat> I had uh went to a study or uh not really a study, but they it was like a study. I went to a church service, and it was a lady teaching and she was talking about living for a moment, and uh as I got to thinking about that we. I always it seems like we're always living kind of like for a moment. Like uh, when we're younger, you know, we're waiting, living, we're waiting and looking, looking forward to what our birthdays. You know, we want the cake, the toys, and all these kind of things our presents our parents will give us. Then okay, what else is happening that year? You know, Christmas we're looking forward to that too. We want more, more presents, but we always are are, are living and looking forward to th- that moment, and then. And in the midst of while we're waiting, waiting for that moment when we know Christmas is coming around, we know like the even though I don't believe in it, and my father he would not let us believe in it, but I know some parents do do that that when they uh, ask their uh, children to be good because guess who's watching them or who they say is watching on (laughs) Santa, you know, so the children, they are like some children, well, probably not throughout the entire year, but specifically when it comes closer towards Christmas, we know that some parents may be hanging that over their kids' heads, like, hey, Santa's coming, and he might not come to our house if you're not acting right, you know, so throughout that whole December, maybe even like a little bit before Thanksgiving, the The kids or whatever they're trying to do things that'll be extra nice to their parents, their friends, their neighbors, and their siblings, just because of that entire so soul, soul motivation you know um, but not just that even once we grow and mature, okay, we're waiting oh, I can't wait till my senior year, I can't wait to graduate so I can be through with this and guess what if you if you uh, decide to go into a higher education. Like man, I can't. It's another depending on four years or two year degree, or if you want to go to be a doctor degree, it could be eight to ten, twelve years. And so each time you always you always waiting, you always looking for, you are always waiting for that moment. Oh, I can't wait to walk across the stage. Or if you decide immediately when you uh, to go to the military, you're waiting to get to the next level. You know, the next the next ranking. Um, or uh, if you just go straight to work. When you get out of uh, get out of school, you're waiting for for the next paycheck, or you're or you're waiting for it to be even. Me, myself, too, I find myself waiting for it to be five o'clock, or waiting for it to be Friday. And we have all these moments, you know, that we are waiting for, waiting for that moment when we get married, then waiting for the moment when we have our child, or when our child gets married, or when our child graduates and goes on and on and it repeats the cycle. And we find ourselves doing these, all this preparation and all these things, you know, for those moments. And that's what those moments, they don't really – I mean, like, they come and go. They come and go. It's always a new new moment that um, comes and goes. So you've got to get the idea of where I'm coming from with the moments. Um But there's one moment I want to particularly talk about this evening – that's really more important than in any moment, and a lot of times, you know, I talked about us preparing for those moments, like for graduation and Christmas and all those types of things. There's a moment that we actually kind of like put to the background, or or put to the to the side burner, if if you want to call it that, um, that we kind of actually don't really focus on because that moment for many of us seem so, 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 so far away. Um, and actually, I want to read it. It's a scripture. That um, scripture, Revelations chapter 20, verse verses 11 through 15. Revelation 20, verse 11 through 15. Um, and I read in the King James Version, and it says, And I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whom face the earth and heaven fled away. And there was no place found for them. So some people are just talking about, they trying to avoid this moment. Verse 12, it says, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. So it says small and great. No one is able to escape it. No matter, I guess that can be your height. No matter if you feel like you're a shorter person or if you're a taller person or it could be how you feel about your life It's like you were some big celebrity. You're just somebody who, uh, just worked at a university like myself. Um, or you was a leader of a country, maybe like a uh, Donald Trump, Adolf Hitler, Barack Obama, uh, or many other leaders, Alexander the great, great. You know, if you're a principal at high school, or a custodian at a university, which I was before, you know. But they all stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged Every man, according to their works, and a death—excuse me—and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. On whoever was not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire. Now, this right here is, is one of the ultimate moments in life, and just me myself imagining. Thinking about that moment Because there's going to be a time when all of us Whether we're Jew, Gentile Believer, -believer, non-believer No matter What your ethnicity, race or however You want to identify yourself, man, woman Or in between We all one day Are going to be before God The creator of the universe (laughs) You know, father God And to some of us he's going to be our father And Whenever it's our moment or time to go before Him, you know, we're going to be held accountable for everything that we did. And that moment right there is a moment we should be uh, should this that, that should uh, we should use, I guess, as a tool, as a measurement, as a goal, or as an aim for all the other moments that we have in our life. You know, so whether it is a wedding or that you're looking forward to, or whether it is a a graduation or a court case, you always should keep this not in the back of your mind, but in the front of your mind that all your actions, deeds, are gonna be written in this book. There's, I mean, I guess I'm not sure how he does it. There's as God is everywhere; He knows all. There's nothing that is hidden things that we think we are getting away with or you get away with is written in things that you're doing for people. This very honorable. No one else sees, guess what? He, he sees it. It's actually one thing that actually also uh, I thought about when I was reading a study and this was, uh, was something that happened, I believe it was last week. If you're familiar, if you pay attention to current events in the United States, it was, uh, the police officer who had, who had killed a young man, she thought she was in someone else's apartment, and she ended up killing this guy who was on a couch eating um, ice cream. And this man was, I believe, he was African. Um, he was a black black man, and officer was a, a, a Caucasian white lady. And there was so much racial tension and racial hatred going amongst the different ethnic. Uh, blacks and whites in this country, you know, about what was the motive and all these kind of things and all these little side and background and underground stories. They were being told about this. The officer, according to her testimony, she was tired, and then she was able to get into the apartment, and there's controversy about how she actually got into it and how she was able to use her key to get into an apartment that wasn't hers, but she was able to unlock it and get into it and she thought that this guy was breaking into her apartment. In actuality, she was in his apartment. And there's so many things that are confusing, so many things that we don't know, and so many things that have been speculated about it. Um, I didn't hear so many things. But the the point or the main point that I want to highlight or get to exactly during the court case. It was probably like one of the most powerful things, you know, just looking at it, um... When the judge, I'm I sure, not sure if it was before or after the sentencing, but the young man's brother was on the stand. And I guess it was a time where uh, victims of the family could say something to the young lady. And just me, myself, putting myself in her shoes. I mean, I, I believe she did it unintentionally. Some people think she did it intentionally. Some people think it was... Some some fraud and all these kind of things behind it, which I don't believe. But I wasn't there. It it could be, it could not be. I don't know. But um, just putting myself in her shoes and just just feeling the weight that she was under. Okay, she made a mistake, a very costly and deadly mistake. She was tired, um, and not only does she probably have like some of her police officers who were against her, I don't know if that was the case or not, but then she has these different communities of people that's coming against her and they put in all, all of these things that are are against her from things that happened in the past from blacks being a victim by police officers and all this weight was on her, you know, just imagine it being, being in her shoes. And um, I'm not even going to really, Going to the conviction Because some people say Well, she didn't get enough time Okay, she might not get enough time I don't know about any of that stuff But just I'm just speaking about The emotional side of it Like just how she may have been feeling With all this heavy weight upon her And she's thinking Man, my life is gone I can't be a police officer well, I, And even more than that I didn't took a life of another, of, of another man Who was innocent Someone who I was there to protect And I didn't protect I did the total opposite of it. And all these things might have been on her mind and weighing, and she's like, man, I, I do deserve this. Maybe I deserve worse than that. And then the victim's brother would came up and just imagine what he would say. I hate you. You took my brother away from me. I love it. There's no way you can bring him back. There's nothing you can say or do. But he did. he did not say any of those things. He said, like, one of the... Most powerful things I, I ever heard or seen on TV. And they're one of the most powerful things. He said, uh, I hope I don't, I don't, I do mess up what he said because I can't remember exactly what he said. I'm kind of paraphrasing it. But he said that uh, I forgive you in some way. And he said, I hope that you find Christ because that's what my brother would have wanted. And he said he wasn't even going to say that many words. And he asked the judge if he can give the young lady a hug. And I believe he asked her a couple of times. I'm not, I'm not sure what he said to her, but you could see that when he wanted to give her a hug and then the girl who, who also hugged him and she was crying, you know. Um, I believe, like, wow. I'll just imagine all that weight was upon her and this man right here who was a brother of the flesh and I mean the, the actual brother of the victim and he's the one who if anyone was to condemn someone he would be the one and have the right to do it you know besides all the outside voices and outside people and even her own self you know but this one the one who could, who could condemn her the most guess what he did he embraced her And he lived for that moment That I'm talking about This Revelation 20 verse 11 Not only Was the uh, the whole Eyes of the world Was on her and on him I mean the whole eyes Of the United States They got to see What forgiveness is The love of Christ No matter what side they were standing on You know whether it was on the police side or her side or the brother's side or whatever it may be, they, they, they got the opportunity to see how uh, love can conquer hate, you know, and this young man right there when he stands before the throne of a God, you know, and it, I mean, it's, it's just so, I can't really say it in words about the love. And he was only able to show that love because of his relationship with Christ. His relationship with Christ. And that might have been like, you know, we have our our 15, like everybody is looking for their 15 minutes of fame in today's society. Right there, he could have said and did so many things because all the eyes of the world was on him at that moment. And not only all the eyes of him, but in uh, Hebrews, it talks about there's a great cloud of witnesses, and they are watching us from up there, and they are cheering us on. Like, we watch the football game and cheering on our favorite team. Guess what? They're watching us from heaven, and they're cheering us on, and they're encouraging us. And I believe no matter what, what was on TV at, at, or the, the great cloud of witnesses, whatever they was watching, they was tuned in to that in heaven, and everyone in America I'm not sure about the rest of the world, but I know everyone in America. A lot of people in America, they was tuned into that, and when they seen that, I believe it, it convicted a lot of believers, a lot of Christians, and hopefully, it, it convicted those who uh, don't know Christ. You know, because we don't, we don't know what that young lady was in. I mean, it, 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 of course, it, it was her fault. She was in there. She was in the room. She held the gun. She could have did something else, you know. She could have did something, but she didn't, and now she's left with the consequences of that. And she does deserve, according to the rules, to be judged and sentenced, you know, to jail time, you know. You no, know, no. Again, you no, know, how many years? I'm not sure about that. I'm, I'm not a lawyer and all that kind of stuff. Nor I do I know the history of presidents, presidents and things like that. But putting all that stuff aside. That moment that that young man, that brother of the victim, was able to uh, show compassion, love, faith. And those are things that that we ought to be doing every day. Every day. We as believers, we should sh- show compassion. Even to someone that killed someone that I love, yes. That is. And actually, I, I actually I've I seen two two stories that were one of them that was similar like that. If you're familiar, I be, I don't want to say the wrong school, but it was the gymnastics doctor who um, was um, touching a lot of the the, the young girl gymnastic gymnastic uh, people who was in the Olympics inappropriately. He was able to be a doctor or someone they trusted and cared. But he was, in a sense, molested him, molesting the young and He had did it for many, many years. And uh, one of the main ladies who led the cause, who came out against them and spoke against them during the court, she had a chance to speak with him and talk to him. And she told him how he was wrong and how he did this and that. But then, even saying all of that, which was true, she said that uh, I hope that he, some way, she said, I hope that he find he he comes to Christ or something like that. And that one right there, I don't remember that one being as well publicized as the one that I that I seen with the the young man and and the lady, the police officer lady. This was the young lady who was a, a gymnastic. For the Olympic team going against the, the the doctors for the Olympic team, so we should so learn from these things compassion, you know, compassion, and not not just for this moment, you know, not for, just for this moment. I read Revelation twenty verse eleven, where the both where where the uh, small and great are going to stand before God, not not just because of that even though that's a very, very important reason, you know. (laughs) I can imagine some people, when they go to that throne room because of all the things they've done, they might, whoever's behind them in line, (laughs) you know, they might be waiting for a long time because they will be in a principal office for a long, the other person will be in principal office for a long time because of all the wicked, terrible things they have done, you know. I imagine that'll be a long, long day probably longer than a day as many people have lived on this earth um, but I'm sorry I got sidetracked we should not just be living for that moment um, John three sixteen says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish but to have eternal life um, that right there is also why we should live each moment with compassion. Now we not might not have anything tragic like that happen to us or we might have something tragic to us. We might have already had that something like that happen to us when we had the opportunity we didn't forgive. You know, and that's not saying you're you're not going to heaven and all those types of things. You still have the opportunity to uh forgive that person. <clears throat> um but there, there are other things that that people have wronged us and done us wrong, and, and we all have opportunity to show that compassion and love, and not because we're trying to say that we're better than someone. Oh uh, no, I forgive and you don't forgive, so I'm better than you. No, it's not about that. It, it's not about us at all, really. It's about us expression. Excuse me, expression and showing the magnificent love of our Father towards the world, that that's why we're, we're still here, you know, so we can show other people, so we can show uh, people of other, other ethnicities or race, so we can show the people who are Indian, or so we can show the people who are black or, or white, so we can show the Muslims, or so we can show even show Christians who say they are Christians, but they're not really Christians. You know who, who I'm talking about, you know? Because there's a lot of people who are who are saying they're Christians and they only are Christians or classify themselves as Christians because, like, their parents, their, like their mother, father, grandparent, or somebody like that, and their family went to church, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's what I am, but they're not, you know? But when you see things like that on TV, or when they see things like that in life, that moment, that one moment in life, that right there could cause them to reflect and and change their focus. You know, you know, like man, am I a believer? I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Christ. And it causes them to get to this, the book, the oracles of God, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and reflect on who they are, how they've been living each moment in their life. Are they just trying to go from one moment to one moment, one moment to the next moment? Or are they living each moment with purpose? Because each moment is an opportunity for us to share the Gospel of Christ, and we might not actually ever say Jesus, but we we will show His love in some way, form, or fashion. Um, so that that is a uh, all that I have for this evening, uh, Dorothy. Do you, I know I'm not sure if you've seen it or not. If you was able to see that news story, but if you did, do you have anything you want to say on it?
0: Yeah, that that was really an awesome moment. I mean, how many of us could do that? Um, that's a hard thing to do. And, you know, wow. also, the judge is under condemnation because she gave the girl her own personal Bible. So everybody's upset that she did that, which is... Wow! It, it doesn't make sense to me. Isn't that isn't that amazing that people could be upset because the judge gifted her with her Bible? Like the the judge wow. is not allowed to be human. So yeah. yeah.
1: That right there. Yeah, I've 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 forgotten about, all about that. But yeah, that that is right there about the Bible. Every everyone needs the Bible. Everyone needs the words. You know, and like sometimes you know it's so easily when we're not in a shoes to talk about and condemn and judge a person harshly, you know, but none of us was in judge shoes. We don't know what a father God was telling her to do. You know, um, maybe the, that young lady who did that, maybe she was saved. Maybe she wasn't saved. Maybe this event would cause her to come to Christ and not just her, but just people who were watching this got to see that like, wow, this is what it's about. I never seen. I mean, them. I'm saying I never seen anything like this. You know, for
0: somebody to do that. You know. Yes. Yeah. And, and we don't know because it was on, you know, on the news. How many people were affected by that act of that that brother who forgave her? How many? Yes. We don't know. Yeah. So. Our actions can affect other people, either positively or negatively. And we need to remember that as we're out and about. You know, it's just people are not led to the Lord by our words. They're led to the Lord by our deeds, our, our actually... Walking the walk, you know. So. Yes,
1: I know even one. Now I wasn't live back then, or or true, but I have heard that uh, one example of that is uh, the. If y'all familiar with the uh, in India Gandhi, I've heard different things about him that he said he would actually have been. A believer, a Christian because he liked the faith, but it was because of like the actual Christians that he knew was, uh, <laughs> not, not being what they were said in the word, you know, um, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I've, I've heard, I've heard that, you know, and I know Gandhi, there was many things that are, that are said too about him that he was doing that he was not a perfect man, you know, but he's known as, as a man of peace and all that kind of stuff. But He had done some pretty controversial stuff him, himself, too, so he's going to be in that Revelation 20 and that's between him and the Father, you know, about what he did. You know, so. But just, just, just isolated. Yeah,
0: there were a lot of people. A lot of people I hear left churches because of the behavior of the, the laity. and you know so think about that when you're thinking about gossiping or being nasty people are watching you you're, yeah. you're supposed to be an example of Jesus love not you know i don't think Jesus ever gossiped i don't remember reading anything about that do you
1: <laughs> no he he never did No He he never did You know It's He set the, He set the standard He set the standard For how we, we should be And live You know what Okay you might You might have an impression That gossip Or gossip Don't let That stop You know From pursuing Christ, or trying to get better, just just stop it. Just quit. Just quit it. You know, you you uh, taking bubble gum and all that kind of stuff from the store. You need to stop it. You know, do your best to stop, stop, stop. Some people that I hear about them going curb cold turkey, quitting drugs, Um, stopping lying, all these types of things. Then I hear, I hear testimonies about people how it was a, a process. Uh, they did this, and then they did this, and they did this, and eventually they are where they are, and they still are growing and maturing. So you gotta go. How we supposed to go? You know, don't try to be. You, it might be for you to, like, to to stop cold turkey, or it might be for you where like, oh man, I did that. Just repent of it and move forward and try your best not to do it again, and that's what our Father is looking at. You know, every if, you, if you're like the person who keep on doing it over and over again, like oh yeah, lying and, and gossiping about somebody, keep on talking about them. That's not good, and you feeling no remorse and all that kind of stuff. So, and because like it is, like you said, it's it's going to draw people away,
0: and uh, and we're not living for that moment. <laughs> You know, and then unless we repent of it, it's going to come up in that white throne judgment. Do you remember oh, yeah. when you said such and such about so and so? You go, oh, didn't I repent of that? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, stay, stay repentant. It's, it's. I'm always saying I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the thing is, we we got to, one thing we got to realize is that, like Dorothy was saying, none of us are perfect. We are going to make mistakes. We're fallible beings. You know, we're, we're we're creatures of sin. It's not saying, oh, okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a sinner and I'm gonna go out here, and uh, I'm gonna just go out here and trip somebody, or whatever, because I'm a sinner. No, <laughs> you know, no. I'll say that say that you're gonna mess up. You just be like David, how was it in Psalms chapter 51 when he talked about repenting and all these types of things and ever when well, he was repenting of his iniquity sins and transgressions, and he was turning away from it, you know, turning away from that life, you know, acknowledging, hey, I did this wrong, and I'm moving forward. That's that's how we need to be, and we're gonna have ongoing situations like that because of that. But hopefully, each situation is something lighter. So maybe, for example, you might have been someone who was stealing. I'm just just a string example. Maybe you were somebody who was robbing banks. You know, and then you like oh, then you went to just stealing bubble gum from a store. I mean, even though. All sin is sin, but it's this like a prog. One of them is big. You like felony, and bubble gum, whatever. It's still bad, but it's like a progression of like, okay, it's better to just drop it all together, you know. But sometimes people take those steps, um, and our and our goal is to to move towards Christ, not away from him, you know. With with each one of those moments That we have in our life That we have to us We ought to be preparing You know Like I'm doing this Because I want to honor Father God I want to please him And I want to show others How good he is You know So um,
0: Yeah repentance Repentance is such a Wonderful gift I I don't think People think about that enough, um, because it leads to forgiveness. You know, yes, it's such a yes. major, major gift, and I think we need to appreciate it more.
1: Yes. Um, and one one thing that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. It was almost when we were talking about the uh, days of all and all those types of things. Actually, that's what the days of all are as a time for the Jewish people in which they are still on actually yesterday. Was, um, the day was home, but they repent for those ten days, especially during that last day, they repent of all the things they have done throughout that year. And then they offer up this uh, sacrifice. Um, like I think it was a goat or something like that, or, or, or a cow, something they would they will offer for these as a sacrifice for their sins on a day of atonement, which was yesterday, but we ought to repent always, but we are have already had our sacrifice that has happened for us, which is Jesus Christ when he died on the cross, you because know? no uh animal was sufficient enough you know that's why uh Jesus had to come, you know. <laughs> That's why he had to come for all of us. You know, it was planned from the beginning. Um, yes. Well, I'd like to thank everyone who uh, tuned in this evening. Um, and I, I'll close out in prayer. And as I, I close out in prayer, remember to pray for that young man's family. Pray for the judge. Pray for the, the police officer, pray for the police department, pray for the eyewitness or not one of the witnesses of it who actually was murdered the day after. after. Um, that's a whole nother, other story. But let's remember not just to keep them in prayer, but our neighbor, keep our neighbor in prayer, you know, the people who are right around the corner from us. So. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation, Father. Help us to live each and every day, each and every second, as a moment to glorify you, Father, as a moment to show your love, Father. Help us to live a lifestyle of repentance, Father, Lord, not just during one week, not just during a particular season, but that we live a lifestyle of repentance, Father, Lord, of turning away from this world towards you, Father, we thank you, Father, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and blessings. And we ask you, Father, that you will protect us tomorrow. We ask these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, i
0: thank everyone
1: for tune, tuning in. Um This week, I'd like to thank the uh, Blog Talk people for letting their technology actually work this week. And uh, thanks, uh, Dorothy, for helping us this week with all the technology and all of that. And I pray that everyone have a blessed week.
0: Yes, everyone have a blessed week. And what happened with Blog Talk is somebody actually did a DNS attack on their telephone system. Oh, wow. Who would do that? Who would do that?
1: Wow. That is ridiculous.
0: It is. Totally ridiculous. So, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. And remember, our actions have consequences, good or bad. Let's keep them on the good side. Yes. So, you have a blessed evening, Jameer. And everybody out there, may the heavens be open above you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, good night, everybody. Good night, Jameer. Good night.